When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Bart and Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. Super Bowl Friday. The big day is coming. The weekend is here. And we have everything that you need to know to be ready for the Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Bart Scott, busy this morning on Get Up, as usual, on Fridays. Get a little break. No first take there. All were out there in Vegas. You didn't get the invite, but still. I appreciate that. Not getting the invite. Not having a go, right? Anybody that's ever been to a Super Bowl, Uh, this is probably the worst day. Like, it's hyphy. People want to go to these little parties and all that type of stuff. Yeah, I'm talking about it's just too many people, man. It's too much going on. Everybody's coming in today. Yeah, everybody's what it is. Yeah, everybody posing. You know what I'm saying? Traffic's crazy. Oh, forget it. You can't rent a car. Like when the All Star Game was there, on there, like it was such a disaster. Right. Such a, you, you could you couldn't get anywhere because there was no rental cars. Lines were super long for everything. It, like it's fun. Vegas is fun, but not when an event like this of and, this and magnitude it, is there. Yeah, and if you ever been on like the in Vegas, just imagine twenty twenty five or or or, or, or hundred thousand people trying to bottleneck into the um, to the Holland Tunnel, <laughs> like. <laughs> It's like all it takes is one person not to make a left and just sit there and pose and stand out the window for girls and, and you there trying to go a mile. You're looking at where you're supposed to go, but it's almost better to walk. You can see the building you're trying to go to. You're simply just trying to go across the street, but you got to go around and it takes you an hour. You're like, bro, I could have – like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. It's, then when you get there, they tell you it's $100 billion when you get there. Yeah. Hey, look, again, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of pomp and circumstance. Did you know, like, so so Vegas, today first is time. Felony, today is Felony Fridays, too, by the way. So oh, no. Get what ready for mean? one of your favorite stars, either uh, get in trouble for punching somebody, oh, getting boy. in a fight, uh, some somebody uh, inappropriate uh, you know, behavior. Mm-hmm. This is like clockwork. Remember this time last year? Who was felony that? Uh, Alvin Kamara punched somebody in the eyeball? Yep. Right. So you're talking about NFL players who are in town. Yep. You know, a lot of them go in there to make some money doing all kinds of stuff, right? You guys can make some serious cash, right? Go in there and yep. appearance fees and all that other stuff. Isn't Tua, stars the stars isn't Tua, Tua's hosting or, or, or part of a big uh, EA yep. sports party that they're doing? All that. You got so the Playboy party. You got yep. the ESPN party. You got Sports yep. Illustrated party. Yeah. And everybody tried. You got the NFL PA party, the NFL party. So today's party. Felony Friday. All right. Yep. So felony Fridays. Keep an eye on the police blotter. We'll, do, we'll certainly mm-hmm. do that. But you know what I was looking at? So, so, so Vegas, it's their first Super Bowl. More than likely not the last one because it's a brand new arena or stadium, uh, and the, the league will do anything. Like again, the people, whether it's the NFL, the NBA, even the NHL, like all these leagues, Major League Baseball's moving there. Vegas has become like the rich soil that everybody wants a piece of. So that makes Nevada the eleventh state to host a Super Bowl. You know, the last state to debut as a host for the Super Bowl. Last one to debut. The last new state 
that never hosted before hosts for the first time? Oh, Minnesota? No. Minnesota has hosted it uh, twice, actually. Wow. Detroit? Nope. They have hosted it twice as well. Detroit's hosted twice? Yeah. You didn't know that? Yeah. No. You can't name the second time that Detroit hosted? Well, I know the one with Jerome Bennis, but the one before that, I I can't I can't remember that one. The one before that? The one before that? When Jerome Bennis it went was home. Nineteen eighty two and two thousand six. Bro, I was two <laughs> bro, I was two years old. So you were two years old. You I thought you knew everything about Detroit. All right, anyways. Uh right, so it's uh, in my almanac. You're right. I'll it's in my Detroit almanac. Uh, <laughs> he's supposed to learn these things. Uh all right, I'll break the suspense. It was New Jersey. Ah, uh, yeah, it was that 2013, the uh, Seahawks Super Bowl, right? Yeah, Peyton was, Manning would regret to even remember that. Yeah, I don't want to don't want to think about it. Yeah, that was the one. MetLife was still a brand new building, and and that was the one that uh, that last time. And they say they call it New York metropolitan area, but when it comes to state, it's New Jersey. New York State has never hosted a Super Bowl. Think about that for a minute. So you mean the, the fine people, the fine people of Buffalo don't get the well? That's not they, a good Super Bowl. And the new arena and the new stadium they're building isn't going to have a roof on it. That's so now you're dumbest. never going to host the Super Bowl. That's so stupid. Like, you know what like I mean? If, like, if Minnesota let it go and say, you know what, you know, we used to be able to have the people purple eaters and all that yep. type of stuff, and it was yep. cool, but we can't attract nobody. We we not. <laughs> it's certain things we can't do in this stadium for for right, months. Minneapolis on the hosted it in '92 in the in the dome, right? The big Metro Dome. Yeah, and but then they, just recently in 2018, they hosted it in the brand new uh, stadium, which is gorgeous. But yeah, like like it's isn't it amazing? New York State. The, like, think about how uh, California has hosted it 13 times. Well, location, now, again, location, weather, location. we understand it. Yeah, lo- it's, Southern California, you're talking about eight times in L.A., and they're going I, yeah. back in 27. I feel like Three you times separate. in San Diego, by the way. Yeah, I feel like you got to separate. Uh, it's a state, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a state, but it's, it's a such state. a long state. Such well, a long state. New York State goes all the way up to, to Canada. Man, we don't count that. What do you mean you don't count that? It's still that New is, York State. That is Canada. But isn't it kind of sad? Right, we've never ho- like everybody's gonna say, "Well, we did in New Jersey." No, 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 that's New Jersey. New York State has never it has like has never hosted that's a Super Bowl. Fought, that's y'all fault. Y'all don't got a stadium. Yeah, I guess you're right. Who fault is that? No, you're right. Well, it's y'all went y'all went for the cheap real estate nobody instead of putting instead of putting a stadium in Hudson Yards where it's supposed to be. Yeah, that didn't go down. And then also when the Mets and Yankees did what they did with their new stadiums, they did not put anything on it. No roof, no nothing. So it remains that way. Would that be the smallest? Never do a, we'll never would do a Final sm- Four. We'll yeah, never do that, that either. Small, would that be the smallest uh, Super Bowl? Like if, if Yankee Stadium only holds like 18, no, 20-something thousand people? No, it holds more than that. But, but yeah, it's 40-something. But you're right. It's the, they, obviously, they're looking Man, for you the talk, big you talk about the t- you talk about the ticket price of that thing. Oh, my God. Right? Like, yeah, a billion dollars per ticket. What state do you think has hosted the most? Oh, it's definitely Florida. Quit yes. Playing. yeah. Best weather. Like, yeah. listen, it's about location, location, location. It's crazy. Miami 11 times, Tampa, Tampa. 5 times, mm-hmm. and Jacksonville even hosted one. that I, I forgot about the yeah, old that's five. Good gra- that's good grass. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I thought Texas would have had more, but they don't. They only have four. Te- it's weird. Texas weather is weird. And Dallas, you think Jerry Dallas, World. Because Dallas, the ice, but the icicle, remember? Oh, that yeah. last debacle yeah. where it was like the whole place was, was a sheet of ice. Yes. <laughs> People couldn't get nowhere. Like state of emergency. In Louisiana, 10 times. Yeah. So they're right there third. Like they go back. But and they're that, going back good, in 25. I think it's next but, year's, right? Or but, two but, years from now? Yeah, because that's a dome and you got Mardi Gras. Yeah, so much going on. All doing that same time. Well, you know what I'm saying? Mardi, you might Mardi get carjacked. Same time, is it? Huh? It's not really the same time. Well, it's Mardi Gras. Well, Mardi Gras just happened, right? 
if I'm mm-hmm. correct. Like, it's usually around the Senior Bowl. Mardi Gras? Yeah. Okay. Mardi Gras started in Alabama, in Mobile. Right. So, like, but it's celebrated during the same time. Cause it's carnival time and all that stuff, Alan. You ain't got your carnival outfit. You ain't going to be behind there chasing the girls with the dunka. Shake it on the butt. I, wasn't it a Fat Tuesday? That's because that's why I hesitated. I'm glad Dino said something to me because I do believe it's not until when is that? Is that in March? Nah, man. Mardi Gras is always. <laughs> no, it's always. usually in February. It's just it's it's always in February. The Tuesday when, before when is, Ash when Wednesday. When is Ash Wednesday this year? That's a great question. Heathens. I, you think I would know, right? Like as a, I'm a good Catholic, and I should know these things. I can you're tell Catholic, you, Mardi you're not Gras, a practicing huh? Catholic. So it'll be the 15th. I mean, the 13th will be Mardi Gras. All right. So it's right after the Super Bowl and. During all, oh, that's right. The All Star Game was in New Orleans that time, and that was right. It was yeah, turn right it around up. that whole thing. It was crazy. Yeah. I, I call I call it the groupie circuit. <laughs> they start at the Super Bowl. They start at the Pro Bowl. Then they go to the Super Bowl. Then they go to the All Star Game. You know what I'm oh. saying? See the same chicks, different outfit. Is that Everywhere their tour? I go, I see the same bros. The, that's the groupie tour. Well, yeah. anyways, are you when it comes to games? And I heard Hembo say this, that this is this is the spread is one and a half. And he was talking about any time that the spread is close, the games are generally like like incredibly close, great matches. Like we're not going to have a bad game is what what it suggests. What do you think? Well, I, I think Shanahan he's had he has experience in this game, right? Two yep. times he's been a coach. In this game, in some capacity, mm-hmm. um, this is a rematch from four years ago. Yeah, this is um, who we two lost remember, to. Two people remember, uh, and remember, he had the lead, and he was the he was the um, the favorite. He was the one that was coming with the team that was unbeatable and the greatest coordinator. And he got taught a lesson up ten in the fourth quarter about not being able to finish for the second time because right. he couldn't finish when he was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. Right. So, you know, let's see what he's learned because. Like I said, nobody in this game, in my opinion, has more pressure on them than Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Hmm. They've won a lot of games. They've been to the, the show. They got a $900,000 quarterback, which allowed them to go out and spend you know, all this money on all these other players. They got the, one of the highest-paid tight ends, the highest-paid running back, the highest-paid left tackle, one of the highest-paid wide receivers, the highest-paid defensive end, the high, one of the highest-paid defensive tackles. Two of them, right? And they traded a first-round draft pick for another uh, outside pass rusher, highest-paid uh, middle linebacker, and Fred Warner. Like, I mean, what are we talking about, man? How much more stuff you need, bro? Well, it's interesting. This is for these for this matchup, and, and you know, we talk so much about the quarterbacks, like you said, and all the star power that you talked about. And then, of course, it's Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, versus the most famous player in the league right now, which is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, this is equivalent this to is... Nick Foles versus Tom Brady. Okay, well, you know what? It's That's a pretty good one. That's pretty good. It's the best story. Purdy is the best story since Kurt Warner when you think about mm. you know rags to riches coming out of nowhere kind of thing Yeah. because you know very little was expected of Brock Purdy, and look what look now he's at the Super Bowl. So that's yeah. a pretty cool story. But – I, I wonder if you factor any of this in because you're big on like the whole idea of revenge, right? Like K- Kittle, I'll be back, and when I yeah. do, it's with a vengeance. You know, I love that when he when they had him mic'd up. But this is the fourth time now that in the Super Bowl that that teams have met twice in a five year span. In each of the uh, previous three times, the team that won the first also won the second. 
Damn. Steelers over Cowboys. Cowboys over the Bills. That's in the 90s. And then how about the Giants and the Patriots? Mm. Same thing. Where they met twice in a five-year span, and the Giants beat them both times. Is history in that realm going to continue? Do you put any stock in this? Because you usually think, like, you beat us, like, you never forget it, and we come back with a vengeance. But generally, it's like, if we got your number, we got your number. Yeah, who's your daddy? Like You put you any stock about, into this? And Yeah, and even when they played each other in the regular season since then, Mahomes picks that defense apart. I think it's going to be very similar if they don't make – if Wilkes don't make the necessary adjustments. Uh, it's going to be very similar to what we saw in Baltimore. Kelsey's just going to pick them apart. They're going to sit in zone. They won't be able to get to Patrick Mahomes because he can buy time with his legs. And, yeah, I know his tackles suck, and they lead the league in, in sack, meaning um, holding penalties. But, you know, against Baltimore, he just – found holes in the system. You got to be able to find a way to, to press him and, and, and get him to make you know decisions with the ball. You got to light him up, I think. But I think you also have to double uh, Kittles. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Kelsey. You got to be able to, to, to put pressure on him and not allow him to sit in zones because you're not in zone. If you are in the zone, it's a matchup zone where you buy him and you say, all right, Rasheed Rice, go ahead and make a play. All right, Valdez Scanlon, let's see if you can catch the ball repeatedly. Big play after big play because I, I I'll put Sardarius Ward who used to be on this team I'll put him on you and he should know how to handle you because he's got experience against you guys you know and and I put the the onus on Greenlaw just like I put it on Raycron Smith and, and and Fred Warner uh, to make sure that you know if Pacheco want to come in here he want to run crazy he get hit crazy so the same thing you were saying about what the Ravens should do you're the, you're saying the Niners should do this too because the Ravens really didn't do it. Yeah, they didn't. They 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 let they let Kelsey just get ten catches seemingly all in the first half. I mean, there were some of them were pretty like out, out, they they were off script catches. It wasn't like they. But I don't you know, care. But if you double, if you but if you double, routes. you ain't making it unless you unless you Steph Curry. Okay. He's the only person I see that repeatedly from yesterday beat double teams. <laughs> what a performance that was! All right, how about these numbers? Do you put any stock into this? So as we know, Kansas City is – Legion Stadium is new, but Kansas City plays there regularly because of the division, right? Mm-hmm. They own the Raiders, as we know. They haven't lost in that stadium. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, it's against the same opponent, and they own them, but still, they're not – they walk in that building already with confidence because they've played there four times. They've won all four times pretty comfortably, so it's not like a new place. Like Again, Bart, when you're, when you're going to like these neutral site type of situations – you tend to feel like, okay, you know, you don't play here much. We don't really know the place. Like, just not the same comfort zone. But for the Chiefs, is that an advantage? San Francisco's only played there once. Now, they have won. They did win that game. But that, that doesn't matter. That was so, so, two years so, ago. So what's the moral of the story? The I'm Raiders asking suck. you. The Raiders suck. <laughs> so, so, so they made me feel good about being there, too. Like, oh, man, all it's right. all lucky stadium. We never lost here either. All right. So you put zero into that, the fact that the, nah, the, the Chiefs nah. – it's the Chiefs are pretty site. comfortable in this stadium. It's, new, it's neutral site, man. It'd be different if this was like um, if this was the old Raiders stadium that had part um, part baseball diamond, part oh, uh, football oh field. God. Because yeah. you know that's you have to learn how to when you're running on grass and then you get that clay, that clay. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to be able to get your footing right and understand what you can and can't do when you're trying to cut on clay in football cleats. I hear you. I absolutely hear you. 800-919-3776 is the number. So is this question being answered after this game? Travis Kelsey was asked, are the Chiefs a dynasty? It's been thrown around a lot. and It being our third in five years, I think the, the number three is a big number in terms of uh, dynasties and things like that. So hopefully we can get this thing. And, yeah, you guys can start talking about dynasties. I just, I'm trying to get this third ring, though. 
where do, will you put them in that category if they yeah, win this one? Yeah, Are they to. in the dynasty category in the Every, NFL? Everybody that's won three in a short period of time, we've called a dynasty, and it's not been many, but you called it the, the Patriots was a dynasty when they yep. won those three in a short period of time. Of course, the Dallas Cowboys was a dynasty, and I'm sure uh, when the people pe- – uh, uh, the uh, Steel Curtain did it, they became a dynasty as well. So, like, listen, you got to be eco opportunists. You got to be able to say, all right, well, if this is true for one person, it's true for the other. So, absolutely. If they win this game, which I think you and I both believe they will, right? You're on. You're in the belief that Chiefs are going to win this game. Yeah, I'm in the belief. Yeah, I mean, okay. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I, I can't lie. Okay, is this still? Are they still in the beginning stages, or do you feel like a window's closing? Yeah, that's why. Because they're getting away with these bum ass tackles and figuring out a way to protect them and all that type of stuff. And you know, Patrick Mahomes' salary cap only going to continue to go up. Uh, Sneed on defense now because his young defense has been good and they drafted these guys. Eventually, now you got to start paying them, and I don't know if they have the money to be able to pay them. So this is something that we shouldn't start because you know what comes to this. It's oh, can he catch Tom? Right, like can he catch Montana first, but then can he catch Tom, and that becomes a discussion. And while the while the Patriots did do it, you said it the other day. They went, they went. How many how many years they go without a, without a championship? Right, they like did 10. get to two. They got to two. They lost them, but it took them a long time to win another one after that. Yep. So it, it might take another iteration of the Chiefs, and it might not be with Travis Kelsey. Like if anything, Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah. This might be the last Mahomes Kelsey. You think championship? Might not be with Andy Reid. Like, come on, man. He's 64 years old. It's How funny many you more say of these that. he want to go for? He doesn't sound like he's looking to go anywhere. Yeah, right? but, like, listen. Like, he's knows? 65. It's not like he's in his 70s like, you know, again, Belichick was and, and Pete Carroll. 65 still, I think, gives you plenty of time. I mean, let's, let's take our listeners back to where Andy Reid came from. He lost a, a son to a drug overdose or something, right? You're asking me? Yeah, I think he lost. Remember, he was reprimanded by the judge about spending more time with your kids, and I know he put one on staff, and he jacked up during the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, hit somebody, right? And lost his license. Yeah, Garrett, that's right. It was yeah, Garrett. but but he had some troubles before when he was still a member of um, the Philadelphia Eagles. At what point do you want to like spend time with those kids? Because those are the kids that sacrificed. So maybe you weren't there and locked in totally because they were. You know, you're busy doing doing what you love. So, you know, it's a lot of reasons why a guy that's won three Super Bowls that's going to be a Hall of Fame coach now, especially if he wins three, also an argument of potentially the only coach that can say, hey, during this time, Andy Reid was just as good of a coach as Bill Belichick. You know, so, I mean, I think I think if Andy Reid wins, puts him past guys like um, – Put some guy by past guys like Tom Landry. Put some past guys like Jimmy Johnson. Put some past guys like um, Steve Walsh, uh, Bill Walsh. Mahomes on will Andy Reid retire? I'm highly doubtful. He enjoys it every single day. He loves it, and he comes to work with that uh, that energy every single day. So it'd be very surprising to me, and I, I haven't got any sense of that um, in any sense. So it doesn't sound like. I mean, you think Mahomes would kind of know, right? If anybody Maybe. would have a sense, Mahomes would, and Mahomes doesn't see it happening. So, you know, I mean, this is again. There's still reason to believe that if this, if they win, it it is going to be the next dynasty uh, in the NFL. And I hate using that word. You know how I am with dynasty. I feel you have to win three in a row. But in the Super, the Super Bowl is so much harder. Like we haven't had this will be the first in two decades, the first back to back. So it is very difficult to repeat in the NFL. 
So I, I will give in the NFL, I will give you dynasty if there's three in a five-year span. I'll give you that because that's really hard to do. Plus, you know, they, they also have gotten there. You know, they, it's not like they sucked for two years in between. Like they've been very good every single year. So, uh, you know, is this, is this like the right now thing? It is. But is it sustainable? I think as long as you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, I do think it's sustainable. Like, I still think they're going to be the standard in the NFL for, for years to come because of who he is and, and what Andy Reid is as a coach and these two that work together. It changes fast, man. Like, during the Brady era, we still had the – Well, it wasn't like Eli, the Patriots we still, we, sucked we, we still, all those years. Yeah, they got we, the two Super Bowls. They just they lost to the Giants. Yeah, we had the Eli era. We had the Ben Roethlisberger era. Yep. We had the Baltimore Ravens era where they got two. During the time of the Ravens type of thing, so it's yeah. like we had many. We had many. The Ravens got one because the one uh, they got before that two thousand. Be- yeah, that's before Brady. No, Brady. Brady won in two thousand one. Right. So before Brady. Yeah, but it still was doing. <laughs> so I don't. I wouldn't count the Ravens there because Drew Bledsoe was their quarterback. Yeah, but I'm just still saying. I'm saying two during the, the time when they were. You know, you're right about the. You're right about the Steelers. Obviously, you know the Colts got in there. Uh, you know other teams did win. Then in between there, you had you know teams that was just kind of like one but and done. But what I'm saying is the Patriots were still a 12 win team every year. Like they yes, were still a yes, great team. Yes. But you know, how many times are we going to see Dallas? You know have 12 wins and don't do anything. So you can have 12 yeah, wins but, and have good yeah, regular You can't seasons. compare the Bart, you can't compare the two. At least you come in with the Chiefs with two or maybe possibly after this year three championships in your pocket. The fact that the Cowboys didn't win at all and had twelve straight, three straight years of 12-win seasons, that just says you're just a good regular season team, can't get it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But if I got rings in my pocket already and I'm winning That's 12 true. games a year, that means my standard continues to be a great one. It's a standard of excellence that I win every year. You can't win a Super Bowl every year. But it's he, but extremely hard to you, do. You're right, and two times, right? He yeah. lost to Brady, the GOAT, yep. and he lost to uh, uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. In so the, who's, the to say, who's to say things aren't going to get a hell of a lot tougher now that um, well, Jimmy that's Harbaugh, other, that, that's Jim, Harbaugh's, Jim Harbaugh's there. In that division. That's the you other gotta, case to make, too. That's the other case I was going to make to you is when you consider that this year worked out for the Chiefs, didn't it? Because of various things that happened to their opponents. Joe Burrow got hurt. Yep. Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Anybody that was considered preseason a challenger, yeah. right? And then with the Ravens, they had to beat them, and they did on their home field. That's why you tip your cap to what the Chiefs did because it's not like, well, they just got lucky. No, they had to go into Baltimore and win, and they did. But they also had to – they didn't have to worry about, uh, uh, you know, other contenders that you thought were going to be right. teams they had to deal with, which the included, had, obviously, yeah. the Jets, included the Bengals, and those two teams were knocked out. But they did still have to beat – Buffalo, which they own, and then they had to go into Baltimore and win, which they were able to do, right? Like, so, you know, like, and then, you know, Miami as well with all the injuries they had. So it still worked out for them, but what's the year where everybody's going to be tough, everybody's going to be good, and it's going to be like really – it should have been a gauntlet this year in the AFC, but it wasn't. Yeah, but it wasn't because everybody got hurt, right? So, you know, next year, you know, you you can add San Diego. You can add the Chargers into that, you know – uh, road you got to get through because they got to see them twice in the regular season. And That'd last time Harbaugh took over a team that was six and ten the year before, Flipped he them. made them thirteen and three. Yeah, the following yeah. year. That's right. That is absolutely true. All right, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six on the Super Bowl. We'll get all the calls and the reactions and everything else. But coming up, Woody Johnson had a lot to say about the Jets. No sign though. And not we have some. 
But what he said that really made headlines, yes, he just said to reporters, so we'll have to read it to you, but still, strong statements from the Jets' owner and an edict already. So the sword of Damocles hangs over Joe Douglas and Robert Sala after what you hear Woody Johnson had to say. That is coming up. But first, Bart, please tell me about BetMGM. Yeah, man, there's never been a better time for football fans to bet on a big game with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and get in on all the action for the biggest Sunday of the football season. Can't be in Vegas for the big game? Lucky you. BetMGM app brings the gridiron action to you with a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, the BetMGM app is your betting home for the big game. From spectacular catches to game-winning drives, BetMGM makes every play matter more than ever. Download the app today and discover why BetMGM is the first choice for the final kickoff. The big game is here, and the end zone excitement doesn't get any bigger than this. Get it off the bench and into the huddle with the king of sportsbooks, cbetmgm.com. For terms and conditions, must be 21 years or older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So the winners and losers at the NBA trade deadline. The Knicks clearly in the winners column. And yesterday in the case show, Michael said, you know who really deserves the credit is Leon Rose. You got to give Leon Rose his flowers. At the beginning, he made some curious moves, signings that didn't work out. Look at Fournier. But it did work out because it became a placeholder for salary. But it's hard to question what this guy does because everything he's done of late has been Not magic. Right. Jalen Brunson, DiVincenzo, the trade for OG Ananobi. I mean, Josh ev- Hart. Josh Hart. Last year. Everything has worked. Yeah. So I'm not going to second guess this guy. It seems like he and the front yeah. office know exactly what they're doing. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. It's a football Friday on 98.7 ESPN, the last one of the season, Bart. Brought to you by Bet365, whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. Is this sad? Is this sad it's the last football Friday? Mm-hmm. Or are you like, I'm good. Like, it's time to move on. I'm good, son. I'm, I'm ready to watch you work like a dog. Seasons I can sit change. back and put my feet up. Well, sit back and put your feet up and have a listen to Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, who um, was at the uh, the NFL Awards. And we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, first and foremost, here's the owner talking about just, just how how things can get better with the uh, Jets. We're doing a, a lot of different things organizationally to try to get better, make better decisions. You know, we've got to fix our offense, and I think we'll do that. Aaron Rodgers will be back, and we'll protect him, and we'll get the flow and get into it. And uh, defense is pretty good, yeah. pretty good, and it would be better if our offense could do something. You know, that's obvious. Wow. If our yeah, offense keep, could do something. Take the gray out. All right. And so how about – Aaron Rodgers going down, like what that did to him and the organization. How painful was that for you, Woody, him going down with all the excitement? There have been so much excitement all What does it feel like having your arm chopped off? <laughs> Not good, I would say. Yeah, yeah, you can have some guys. Yeah. Getting your arm chopped off, which is, I guess, literal because you lost that arm. Now, some things that were not uh, being recorded that he said in other conversations is him talking how much that needs to be focused on offense. And one thing that he said when, you know, different things that listed needs for the team in the offseason, you need a backup quarterback. We didn't have one last year. Pretty strong opinion there, right? Pretty Right? Yeah, I'm sure it sounds like he really still believes in Zach Wilson to develop. <laughs> that does not sound like he believes in Zach Wilson at all. But how about does he believe in Robert Sala as his head coach? How confident are you in Sala? He's going to be a lot better head coach. You know, one thing about head coaches, you get better as, as you get more experience. And, you know, he's going to concentrate on offense. You know, he's got Jeff to kind of do the defense, and we've got a good special team. It's offense, 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 as I've said. Get the quarterback, get him moving, you know, get the line moving, you know, get the, uh, you know, work on the run and, and do all that all that that you have to do to win but you can't do one thing you have to do it all it's not just one player so he wants robert sala defensive expert to focus on the offense and let ulbrick focus on the defense exactly like set on our style of play right like listen this is how we're going to go about business just because you're a defensive player defensive players know more about what gives offense mean what gives defensive players trouble from offensive standpoint because they have to defend against some of the top offenses always laugh when people say well he's a defensive guy hey bro well Who's a better expert on offense than defensive guys? Their whole life is about beating offenses and, mm-hmm. and setting up and saying, man, this puts us in a bind. We got to do this. Right. So, like, you know, like to me, that's the biggest. I know just as much, I wouldn't say more, than Dan Orlowski knows about quarterbacks because I had to analyze all the great ones. And ad nauseum, where a quarterback that's, you know, may not study 
quarterbacks like I do because they ain't got to go against them because they're a quarterback. I have to study the difference in Michael Vick. How do we get Michael Vick difficulty when you see this type of guy? How do you go with these guys that, that statues in here? How do you go against guys like Josh Allen? How do you go against guys like Ben Roethlisberger that, you know, if you don't come right, he can swat you by and you still got him wrapped up, tied up to perfect blitz, but he still can get the pass off because you got to tackle his arm. Like all that type of stuff. So like, yeah, he needs to focus on that and say style of play. This is how we're going to play. We're going to run the ball through Brees and we're going to build from there you know we need to go out and get these type of offensive linemen because these are the defenses that we face here and they give our this type of lineman difficulty you got to you got to build your team to win your division first and then you worry about how you're going to fare against people that are mythical that you may not even have to go against because who knows if you'll see them in the playoffs or not all right well and again another quote that that was not uh we didn't get on audio but was again when he talked with reporters and rich samini has an entire story on this on espn.com he said this uh, when it comes to the coach and also his general manager, Joe Douglas. The discussions I've had in the last couple of month, months, they've seen me about as mad as I can be with what's going on, with the offense particularly. And he said, we have all this talent and we have to deploy talent properly. So I think they all got the message. This is it. This is the time to go. We've got to produce this year. And then he said, we have to do a lot better than seven, meaning wins. Definitely. That sounds like an edict. That sounds like pretty much got to make the playoffs, got to show improvement, or we're going to make changes around here. Does it sound like that to you? Yeah, duh. Like, I mean, I think, like, I'm happy Woody is saying out loud what we've been saying, you know, all along. It's what you got to do, man. We ain't got time for this crap. Like, yo, like, we too good. Aaron Rodgers not going to be here that long. The time is now. We I've been patient. I've stayed out of the way. Now I understand that you know Christopher was running it for a little bit while I was in the administration, but now I'm back, Jack, and um, it's time to win. And if we're not gonna win, then I rather I rather be able to be mad at somebody else than be mad at the same person because I look at myself like I'm dumb. It is it is something that I think is obvious, but. It's very rare does Woody Johnson ever – like this is more like a Jerry Jones yeah. kind of thing, well, right? Jerry like, Jones, no, Jerry Jones didn't put no mandates on nothing. He well, said we got to do better. He, said, he did. No, no, he, he did last he put, year. Remember last year he did this. He, you know, that, that's the thing. Is last, that's why we all felt like Mike McCarthy was up against it because Jerry said – remember he used the whole thing about how like time – what, he doesn't have a lot of time. Remember that whole thing he did yeah. that? So this is – again, Woody doesn't do this. So for him to be as pointed as he was with these statements, yeah. it says a lot, does it not? And now, now, now I need Woody to do what he, you know, did once when he was with, um, you know, when I was with him, and that's go all in. Let's, listen, stack the deck, baby. You got enough young guys. Well, that's a good that, point. You got enough young guys that are drafted. Whether you talk about, you know, the young guys that contribute on this team. Where you talk about Breeze, you talk about Sauce, you talk about uh, Garrett, you talk about um, Jermaine Johnson, you know, you talk about the additions. Now it's time to stack the deck. Now, now it's time to go all in. It's F them pick Sunday. You know what I'm saying? If I got to go out there and draft. <laughs> or Thursday. The, yeah. I'm <laughs> the there, if I'm going to draft the guy that I want, uh-huh. and then I'm going to go out and get somebody in free agency I want. Like, remember, every year we were bringing somebody in. You know, one year it was Damon Woody and Alifanica. And the year before that, it was Chris Jenkins and, and, and Calvin Pace. Mm-hmm. Then it was myself and Jim Leonard. You know what I'm saying? Then after that, it was Cromartie uh, and, and Braylon Edwards. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it was San Antonio Holmes. Bro, stack the deck, bro. Like, hey, stack 
stack the deck. You know what I mean? We'll worry about the, 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 the credit card bill later. Well, especially because Aaron Rodgers isn't getting any younger. So if yeah. you're all in, you got to be do, all, all do in. Do what you right got to do to get Devontae Adams. Do what yeah. you got to do. Yeah. And then go out and spend the rest of the equity on the offensive line. Well, the last thing regarding Rodgers and, you know, again, the criticism from the outside that Aaron Rodgers, and you saw that story that Diana Rossini had, Rodgers has too much say and too much power and influence. You know, he brought in his guys. They listened to everything he said. They need to stop with that. Well, hang on, hang on. Let let, let me me just get to what he responded to that. So, again, about the criticism of Rodgers' input, and Woody Johnson said that he values it, said he has strong opinions on the way the team is built, and we are digesting exactly how to interpret that. And he said, you need an interpreter a little bit there, but I couldn't be more impressed. And so it's clear, and I don't think, again, we didn't need this quote, to, but, but I mean, he didn't back away from it. He didn't deny it. It's clear Aaron Rodgers does have the owner's ear, and you would think of his status, he's probably going to have that ear. I mean, this is not uncommon in the NFL. Right. It's just they probably should filter a little bit some of his suggestions. It's not just do everything that he asks because clearly last year it didn't entirely work out. But like I told Garrett Wilson, who, by the way, is going to join us today at 2 o'clock, but as I told Garrett Wilson when we were talking to him, it's like, you know, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like, the guy's seen and done a lot in the league. You know, you you understand that when when he wants some things, it's good. It's just going to go that way. You know, it, that's simple as that. It's going to go that way. He is going to his presence was such an impact on this organization. Let alone whatever he could have done on the field. We don't even know that part of it yet. But up until the last couple of weeks, when he started saying other things on Pat McAfee that pissed a lot of people off, what were what was anything that Aaron Rodgers did that you found fault with for the first what? 12, 14 weeks of the season? Right. He, he did, did everything pitch perfect. To. Yeah, that's what, they, that's what Woody is saying. Like, listen, yeah, why wouldn't I ex- uh, respect his opinion? Hell, he's the same age as the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's been around the game just as long. Yeah, he's like, done why, a lot why, in the game. Why, why wouldn't I take his opinion? Yeah, and you see how players revere him. You see how players respect him. You see around the league what kind of stature he has. So he's here with you. You have his loyalty, and it's up to you to show it back and treat him a little bit different than everybody else because of who he is. But it still has to come to something at yeah. the, this season. It has to. Yeah, they have, so, they, but they had like Aaron Rodgers was coming in like, hey, man, I want this defensive player. Like, oh, Aaron, that's really not your expertise, right? He, he came over there, and, and he, he said, hey, man, can you bring my friends along? Bring my people who know my and, system and, and, know, and, how, and know what I want. And here's $30 million. Yeah, right, and I gave like, you money on, back man. to do it. That's a good point. That's always overlooked, the fact that he reworked 30. his deal to give you back enough money to fill some of the holes that he thought was necessary and some of the like – you said that, that, that Randall Cobb was not here to play. He was here to teach. Yes, like you said that a couple McCall of times. Harmon to to play. Yeah, and McCall Harmon that didn't work out either. Uh, let's take Justin in Tom's River. What's up, Justin? Hey guys, thank you for taking my phone call as always. You know, I had to take. You know, I agree with a lot with you guys were saying, especially Bart when he was talking about the Jets got to be all in this year because if it doesn't go, if it doesn't go well, we're we're up <laughs> creek anyway in the next couple of years. So I want. All right. Well, we, we couldn't use that language. <laughs> All right, so eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I knew what he meant. Yeah, I knew where he was going. But once again, people why, why were, were so relaxed. Dawson, why didn't he say Dawson's Creek? Dawson's Creek was a good show. Eugene Levy would have been proud. You can be, you, you can you can definitely be up Dawson's Creek. Although that could da- also have connotations too. Dawson's Creek. 
Yeah, not not comfortable with that. But you know what? That's our show, man. We are so chill that I think people just forget and they think we're a podcast. They're talking to their boys. Right? We have guests that do this. How many times has Rex and who else? We've had like a, the, our regular guests who just do it. And they, they're like, oh, oh, that's right. Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Garrett has done it a few times. Yeah. That's again, it's just Myself. Smart. We're chill. <laughs> you have definitely done that. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. I, I only do it off the air. 800-919-3776. right next to your own button. That's right. Uh, so we'll continue with your calls. We'll get to um, again, Super Bowl stuff all day today, including what your best bets will be in this game. Not an easy one to pick. Alex Monaco, our expert, will join us in the 1 o'clock hour. And as we mentioned, Garrett Wilson will be joining us at 2 to talk. Uh, he's got a comment on what Woody Johnson said for sure, mm. but also get into some Super Bowl with him as well. You want to talk Knicks? They did lose last night, but of course... Fire the coach. Can't believe they they, they, they display of what are we doing. (laughs) But first, Bart, please tell me about Sansone Auto Mall. What? Now through President's Day only. President's Day. Visit Sansone Auto Mall for a monumental deal. Payments as low as $159 a month, 0% APR financing, no payments for 90 days on Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Kia, Mazda, Jeep, Ram, and more. Over 3,000 new and pre-owned vehicles available at Sansong. All you have to do is visit Sansong Auto Mall. It's on Route 1 in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Or you can give them a call, 1-800-SANSONG, or go to sansongauto.com. On select models with approved credit through primary lender, terms and conditions apply. See dealer for complete details. Offer ends February 29th, 2024. Uh, yes, I Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Billy Rock in Long Beach, try to follow that. Uh, yeah, that's the Whisper Sister, man. That was uh, pretty cool. I don't know what the hell he was saying. but uh, <laughs> Nobody did. <laughs> but that's, uh, the, that's the best part of it. <laughs> um, first of all, I always love listening to you guys. My favorites on the radio. Um, Appreciate and, it. And... Um, I don't. I don't like to call. I'm. You know. I'm not going to call to trash Aaron too much. Um, all I want to say is I'm a lifelong Jets fan, and th- the guy hasn't done anything for me yet. He hasn't won a game as a Jet. So when he does, then I'll maybe consider other things that he talks about. That's really what pisses me off about him. Um, I don't want to take too much of your time. I just also want to thank you for the wonderful radio you guys provide. Peace and love. I appreciate it. Billy Rock. Yeah. And I understand, I understand, like, it's like, yeah, he's Some a great quarterback, he but he hasn't been great yet. for us. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's, you know, again, that injury, because yeah, there was such a honeymoon in, in mm-hmm. uh, you know, through the summer and into August and heading into by, by September 10th, yeah. and we were ready to just fall in love, and then the injury happens. Full bloom love. And it was that reminder of, oh, no, we suck again, right? Like, it was a frustration. Even he can't beat the Jets curse. You know Something what I mean? It always happens. Brett Favre comes here, number one in the AFC, and he tears his pectoral muscle. Then say he shows it. his little winky. <laughs> I mean, say it, but it's the truth. Alex in Orlando. Alex. Hey, Barton, hope you guys are doing good. Um, so, yeah, no, I just wanted to touch on what you were talking about with Woody Johnson. So, in particular, I mean, this kind of reminds me of when the Brooklyn Nets kind of, I mean, it's not exactly alike, but it's when the Brooklyn Nets kind of handed the franchise over to two players and just let the, you know, the inmates kind of run the asylum in this, in this case. And, I mean, uh, I love Aaron. I love what he's done before. He's a great quarterback, but 
you know, just let your football people run the football operation and uh, take care of the rest. But Alex, his heart's in the right place, right? Um, he did everything that we thought that he wouldn't do. We thought he was some type of diva, some type of mm-hmm. self-involved. Yeah. He showed up. He stayed with the young guys. He's put in time. Listen, you think he want to go on these mandates with these young players and take them out on the town, take this one to the Met Gala, <laughs> take this one to the Islanders game, take you this one. You call them mandates? Yeah, like mandate. You know how it is. Like, yo, know, listen. Anybody that got yeah. kids have already been put on assignment. Well, there, our kids need to be need some friends. So you need to go be friends with his father. Oh, so then y'all that. can go out and let's yeah. take the kids out. Let's go do some macho stuff. Let's teach them how to. Yeah, we all had to be the yeah. mandates. So he had to do that with some young kids. That's in a big generational gap. He found a way to connect to them. And you hear Garrett Wilson on here every week. He's been everything yeah. that they thought he was. He's a great teammate. Now, unfortunately, when you're not playing football and you're talking, people get mad, right? And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, I mean, fortunately for him, he gets paid a big bag to do the McAfee show, Mm -hmm. so he's contractually obligated to talk. So now you hear his opinion. Right, and if he's not playing, how much opinion are you going to get on him, his team, when he's not playing? So, of course, it's going to venture to Mm -hmm. other stuff, which irritates people. So hopefully next year we get more of Aaron Rodgers on the field Everybody yeah. who had a quarterback that got injured was frustrated. Whether you talk about Kirk Cousins twerking on the stage yesterday, trying to do his mm-hmm. um, uh, Backstreet Boy uh, routine with um, <laughs> Cam Jordan, or you talk about Joe Burrow. How frustrating is it to be a Joe Burrow fan? He's had two season-ending injuries yeah. in four years. So, like, you know, yeah. I, we understand the frustration, but let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt from the Jet fan perspective because he has done yeah. so much. And I don't give him so much – Oh, flack because his, you know, because of the people that he brought in because he paid for him. He gave, he paid for it with his own money. I just think he's got. It's got to. You got to see it on the field. And yes. I think eno- not enough fans saw the off the field. You stuff, saw nothing. Yeah, and it became same old Jets, like you said. The minute the injury happened, it's like man, he can't even overcome the curse. Right. That that that's to me what it was all about. And you just it was so easy for us to go to negative town because we're used to living there. Like that's a reality, Bart. Again, yeah. you're we giving me the player we perspective. There. We got a yeah, residency there. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah. And you, as a player, players don't think that way. Players don't talk that way. You guys have a, just a different way of looking at things. But when you're with a franchise that has lost the amount of times the Jets have lost, remember they are right now in North America. They have the streak, yeah, the longest streak without making a playoff. Yeah. I mean, that is just an embarrassing place to be. Yes, if- and so because of it. And then, of course, you know, 50-odd years now that you haven't won a Super Bowl. So because of all that, the minute things go wrong, we fall into here we go again. And that's the problem. And now it's embarrassing because now the owner's putting edicts on people, and he says we didn't have a backup quarterback, and we're like, yeah, we told you that when the guy got hurt. What are we doing, and why was it Trevor Simeon? Like, there's so much that frustrates you as a Jets fan that right now it's very difficult – to but, fall back in love like but, you did last year when they were chasing him. When I saw him in L.A. Yeah. days before he made those famous words that I plan on playing for the Jets. Like that was all new to the Jets. This but, guy wants us. But now he's hurt and who knows what we're going to get. And I don't want all this mayhem. I don't want to be the butt of jokes, no pun intended, see, see, anymore. See, That's they, what this is about. See, but they can't run that game on Woody anymore. 
oh no, the Tim Boyle is a, we we're okay because he, you can't repeat. He's not gonna fall for that again, right? Because this was an example of Woody believing in the people. He probably heard Woody probably listened to all the radio like, man, we need a backup. No, no, we good, we good. Trust me, we good. We won with Zach. Don't worry, we can. and they told him and he believed him. This time he like, no, we need a better backup before yeah. we even go there. Right? We ain't even thinking about nothing like that. No, we need a good backup quarterback. Yeah. So he ain't gonna you fall. Can be part, for that no yeah, and you could be part of who you want as your backup, but but we need yeah. a guy that can play. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and don't give me I this bet. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle's a really good caddy, and he knows film. Right. Yeah, but and can he throw a football? Answer, right, no. Right, so he's saying we putting resources. I don't care what you're talking about. We putting resources in Jacoby Brissett because I'm not going to sit in that booth and watch this type of stuff again. Yep. So we getting a better one. Like, yep. whatever you think, I'm, I, and I might go out and get some outside help for people to say who we should get because I don't know if I can trust y'all opinions. So, so that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, let's I'll, see if he goes all in. I'm, I'm he's never afraid well, the whole thing is, 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 well, Tim Boyle knows Nathaniel Hackett's system. Well, that's great. Yeah, problem is care. he couldn't play it. Exactly. Like, that's a problem. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, all right. I know math, but I, I can't go out and build <laughs> no math ship. Math ain't math. And- yeah, I can't spend uh, build no ship. Speaking of math, and we'll give you all the numbers and all of the ways that you can have some extra fun, a little extra cheese on the taco for Super Bowl, as Alex Monaco is going to join us here in just a few minutes for lunch money. But first, happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. It's all about the food and the experience and all that stuff. We're already making the menu. Like, what is your favorite dish? Like, what do you have to have Super Bowl Sunday where you're, like, sitting down, you're like, no, I need that. Homemade guac, my specialty? Yeah, I'm all in on that. Avocados don't have to be perfect. About the game? It's too close of a spread. Do we go money line with this thing? Got to take the under, don't you? So many things to think about. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a dub or two or even three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown. I mean, who do you think? I mean, is it Kittles? Kelsey going to get one? Pacheco? How many points will be scored? Like I said, I'm going under. So much more. New customers join today. You'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com. <coughs> excuse me. FanDuel.com slash Allen to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Allen. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and physically present in New York. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call one 877 hope and wire or text OPEN-Y467-369. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So the Knicks making another big move at yesterday's NBA trade deadline, which has been universally praised. Brian Winhorse says with this deal, the Knicks are set up for now and for the future. The number two seed is important over this next three or four weeks as they get healthy. So these moves get them an opportunity that they can compete for that number two seed as they get healthier. And I would also say it's important that they have now gone through this season and added Ananobi, Bogdanovich, yep. Burks, and they did not give up a first round pick. And when we get to this summer, those are going to be on offer for a star player. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at noon, it's Bart and Han, and it's only on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.